Section 8 of A Holy Life, The Beauty of Christianity by John Bunyan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 8. I come now to another observation with which I will present you, and that is this, namely, that every one that in way of profession and religion names the name of Christ should depart from iniquity. I say that every one that in a way of profession and religion nameth the name of Christ should depart from iniquity. This truth needs more practice than proof, for I think there are none that have either scripture or reason by them, but will freely consent to this. Now, is there anything ambiguous in the observation that we need now to stand upon the explaining of? For what iniquity is, who knows not? That it cleaves to the best, who knows not? That it is disgraceful to profession, who knows not? And therefore that it ought to be departed from, who knows not? But because the motives in particular may not be so much considered as they ought, and because it is Satan's design to tempt us to be unholy, and to keep iniquity and the professing man together, therefore I will in this place spend some arguments upon you that profess, and in a way of profession do name the name of Christ, that you depart from iniquity, to wit, both in the inward thought and in the outward practice of it. And those arguments shall be of four sorts, some representing Christ, some his Father, some ourselves, and some the world. First, arguments that respect Christ. First, the Christ whom you profess, whose name you name, and whose disciples you pretend to be is holy be ye holy for i am holy first peter one sixteen this is natural to our discourse for if christ be holy and if we profess him and in professing of him declare that we are his disciples we ought therefore to depart from iniquity that we may shew the truth of our profession to the world second they that thus name the name of Christ should depart from iniquity, because this Christ, whose name we name, is loving. Those that have a loving master, a master that is continually extending his love unto his servants, should be forward in doing of his will, that thereby they may shew their sense and acceptation of the love of their master. Why, this is his will, that we depart from iniquity, that we throw sin away, that we fly every appearance of evil. 1 Thessalonians 5.22, Hebrews 7.26. Third, they that thus name the name of Christ should depart from iniquity, because of the honor and reputation of their Lord. It is a disparagement to Christ that any of his servants, and that any that name his name, should yet abide by, and continue with, iniquity. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests, that despise my name. And ye say, Wherein have we despised thy name? Malachi 1.6 Fourth, they that name the name of Christ should depart from iniquity, because of his name, that his name may not be evil spoken of by men. For our holiness puts a luster and a beauty upon the name of Christ, and our not departing from iniquity draws a cloud upon it. 
Wherefore we ought to depart from iniquity, that the name of the Lord Jesus may be glorified, and not reproached through us. Fifth, they that name the name of Christ should depart from iniquity, because of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, which they profess, may not be evil spoken of by our neighbors. The gospel is called holy, therefore let them be holy that profess it. Second Timothy 2.21 the which they can by no means be, if they depart not from iniquity. Men cannot serve the designs of the gospel and their own worldly and fleshly designs. But they that profess the name of Christ, they should be tender of his gospel, that they keep that in good esteem and reputation in the world, the which they can by no means do, unless they depart from iniquity. Sixth, they that name the name of Christ should depart from iniquity because the very profession of that name is holy. The profession is an holy profession. Be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. The vessels, that is, the profession, for by that is, as it were carried about the name and gospel of Jesus Christ. We must therefore lay aside all iniquity and superfluity of naughtiness, and do as persons professing godliness, as professing a profession, that Christ is the priest of, yea, the high priest of, 1 Thessalonians 2.30, Hebrews 3.3. It is a reproach to any man to be but a bungler at his profession, to be but a sloven in his profession. And it is the honor of a man to be excellent in the managing of his profession. Christians should be excellent in the management of their profession, and should make that which is good in itself, good to the church and to the world, by a sweet and cleanly managing of it. Seventh, they that profess the name of Christ, or that name it religiously, should to their utmost depart from iniquity, because of the church of Christ which is holy. He that religiously professeth the name of Christ, has put himself into the church of Christ, though not into a particular one, yet into the universal one. Now that is holy. What agreement then hath the temple of God with idols? A or any pillar, or post, or pen, or member of that temple. Second Corinthians 6.16 One black sheep is quickly espied among five hundred white ones, and one mangy one will soon affect many. One also among the saints that is not clean is a blemish to the rest. And as Solomon says, One sinner destroyeth much good. Ecclesiastes 9.18 8. They that profess the name of Christ or that name that name religiously, should depart from iniquity, because of the ordinances of Christ, for they are holy. Exodus thirty seventeen through 31 Men of old, before they went in to meddle with holy things, were to wash their hands and their feet in a vessel prepared for that purpose. Now since they that name that name religiously do also meddle with Christ's appointments, they must also wash and be clean. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, if you mean to meddle with Christ in his appointment. Wash, lest God cut you off, for your not departing from iniquity. Ninth, they that name the name of Christ religiously should depart from iniquity, because of Christ's observers. There are many that keep their eye upon Christ, and that watch for an opportunity to speak against him, even through the sighs of those that profess him. Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign 
that shall be spoken against. Luke 2.34 Some take occasion to speak against him because of the meanness of his person. Here some again speak against him because of the plainness of his doctrine. Also some speak against him because of the meanness of his followers, and some speak against him because of the evil deeds of some that profess him. But if he that gives just occasion of offense to the least of the saints had better be drowned in the sea with a mill, stone about his neck, what think you shall his punishment be, who through his mingling of his profession of Christ's name with a wicked life, shall tempt or provoke men to speak against Christ? Second, I come now to those arguments that respect God the Father. First, then, they that profess the name of Christ should depart from iniquity because of God the Father, because God the Father has made Christ to be to us what he is, to wit the apostle and high priest of our profession. He that honoureth not the Son honoureth not the Father which hath sent him. 1 Corinthians one thirty, John 5.23.15.8 Nor can the Father be honoured by us, but by our departing from iniquity. All our talk and profession of Christ adds no glory to his Father, who has made him our King and Priest and Prophet, if it be not joined to an holy conversation. Wherefore, if you profess the name of Christ, and would hold the word in hand, that you have believed in him, depart from iniquity, for the Father's sake, that hath sent him. Second, as it is the Father which hath made Christ to us what he is, so it is the Father who hath called us to partake of Christ and all his benefits. Wherefore we must depart from iniquity that profess the name of Christ, that we may glorify him for his call. 1 Corinthians 1, nine, Hebrews 3.1 He has called us to the fellowship of his Son Jesus Christ, that is, to partake of all that good that is in him, as mediator, and to be done by him for those that trust in him. Nor had we ever come out of a cursed and condemned condition to Christ for life and blessedness, but by the call of the Father, for it is not of works, but of him that calleth. Romans 9.11 Now, since he has called us to this privilege, even us whom he has called, and left others in their sins to perish by his judgments, it is meet we should depart from iniquity. Hebrews 3, one, Second Peter 1, 2, and 3. Especially since the call by which he called us is heavenly and holy, and because he has not only called us to glory, but to virtue. Third, we that religiously name the name of Christ should depart from iniquity, because God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ has commanded us to do. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your minds, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to your former lusts in your ignorance, but as he that has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy as I am holy. Fourth, they that religiously name the name of Christ should depart from iniquity, that they may answer the end for which they are called to profess his name. The Father has, therefore, called them to profess his name, that they might be trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Dost thou then profess the name of Christ, bring forth those fruits that become that holy profession, that you may be called trees of righteousness, 
and that God may be glorified for and by your professed subjection to the gospel of his Son. Isaiah 61.3 Fifth, they that name as afore the name of the Lord Jesus Christ should depart from iniquity, that they may shew to the world the nature and power of those graces which God the Father has bestowed upon them that do religiously name the name of Christ and the rather, because he hath religiously nameth that name, declareth even by his so naming of him, that he has received grace of the Father, to enable him so to do. Now he cannot declare this by deeds, unless he depart from iniquity, and his declaring of it by words alone, signifies little to God or man. Titus one sixteen. Sixth. We therefore that religiously name the name of Christ should also depart from iniquity because the spirit of the Father will else be grieved. Ephesians 4.30 The countenancing of iniquity, the not departing therefrom, will grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by which you are sealed to the day of redemption, and that is a sin of a higher nature that men commonly are aware of. He that grieveth the Spirit of God shall smart for it here, or in hell, or both and that spirit that sometimes did illuminate teach and instruct them can keep silence can cause darkness can withdraw itself and suffer the soul to sin more and more and this last is the very judgment of judgments he that grieves the spirit quenches it and he that quenches it vexes it and he that vexes it sets it against himself and tempts it to hasten destruction upon himself first thessalonians five nineteen wherefore take heed professors i say take heed you that religiously name the name of christ that you meddle not with iniquity that you tempt not the spirit of the lord to do such things against you whose beginnings are dreadful and whose end in working of judgments is unsearchable isaiah sixty three ten acts five nine a man knows not whither he is going nor where he shall stop that is but entering into temptation nor whether he shall ever turn back, or go out at the gap that is right before him. He that has begun to grieve the Holy Ghost may be suffered to go on until he has sinned that sin, which is called the sin against the Holy Ghost. And if God shall once give thee up to that, then thou art in the iron cage, out of which there is neither deliverance nor redemption. Let every one, therefore, that nameth the name of Christ, depart from iniquity, upon this second consideration. End of section 8. Recording by Scarlet, Louisiana.